0: Welcome back, everybody, and thanks for tuning in again to your favorite podcast, Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. Oh, my, your one stop shop for card collecting, investing, and flipping advice. We got a heck of a show for you today. Welcome
1: to another episode of Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. Oh, my. I'm feeling good it's the end of the week here it's been a very productive week at work cage and i are in sync and we're really vibing and you know that that, that really is what i care most about uh connecting with cage and connecting with the community we have another tip here or two tips i guess <laughs> age actually got a big sub back from psa uh and it kind of uh he has a what is it called a light bulb an
0: idea. yeah yeah i mean it's like, you know it's one of those things where it's like you know the I guess you call it a light bulb, but it's more of um I when I first got it, I didn't feel happy about the return. But then I started to do some research about it and it was almost one of these weird, like, wow, okay, you know, if the market continues the way it is, this is fine too, right? So so I didn't get the gem rate that I wanted, but I kind of expected a lower gem rate on this one because it's cards that I think that PSA is being um you know a little tougher on. They're scrutinizing a little bit more. Um, and there's only 65 cards and 50 something of them were the same card. They were Trey Young Prism base, which I bought in December and January for, I don't even want to tell you how much I paid for them, but you know, less than $20 a card, which you can't find now. So it, it didn't matter if I got sixes on these when the cards came back, they're worth a lot more than they were. Um, and I got a good number of tens, which, you know, they sell for 400 and change, but you know, my, my thought process on this. And, and I mean, this isn't a tip specific card here, but it's, um, you know, it's just something to be mindful of when you're doing our our buy raw and grade. If you are smart about what you're buying, and I don't mean just, you know, hey, look, make sure it's a 10. But if you're buying something that has the potential to go up, the right card, you know, um, as a raw. And what I mean by that is not like, oh, wow, I have to pick the, the MVP of the year. No, it's something that there's going to be a spike for, right? So I'll give you an example. Josh Allen, the quarterback, right? So his team did really well last year at Buffalo. Yeah, they won a lot of games and they won 10 games. Um, you know, and I started to think, all right, well, Brady's getting older. I didn't think he was going to leave his team, but that happened. I'm like, that division is going to be even more wide open than it has been for the last decade and a half. His team already won a bunch of games. There's going to be some hype on him going into the next season. Let me start buying some of his raw cards. And I didn't go nuts on it, right? I bought six of his raw Prism cards, Josh Allen. If you're looking, Andrew, look, I- I'm just out of curiosity. What are his raw prism 2018 football software if you're going on ebay and i'll keep talking as you look that up because i will tell you when i bought these back in january i was paying 15 dollars a card and that's important for the story now right because at 15 dollars a card i put six of them i didn't go crazy it was just you know an add-on to a sub you know i was doing at least one sub a month so if i got in cards and i thought they were nice i would i would send them in And these, I didn't really scrutinize them too great. I got in six. They all looked pretty good to me. So I said, I'll just throw them and I'll add them to the sub. We'll send all six in and and the chips will fall where they fall, right? So I paid $15 each for them. And here's the thing. I only got 110, which is not a good gem rate at all, right? So I I was looking at that and I'm like, wow, you know, maybe I should have paid more attention to it. I I don't like throwing money away, but I paid $8 a card to, uh, you know, to grade them. So what am I saying? $23 per card um so you know it's one of those things right where I knew I was going to get this thing back before football season when quarterback hype was you know at its frenzy fever pitch this guy would have a lot more um you know mojo to him a lot more talk because I mean maybe they're the favorites to win the AFC East who knows I mean maybe they're a playoff team you know what what will they add so I mean when I'm doing all this analysis in, in January um you know after they had finished their season up but that's a no-brainer. So here's what the, the light bulb, so to speak, was. Real quick, they're selling forty 40 apiece now. 40 apiece. A lot which, of Ford just sold for 160. Which is fine. So even 40. So I'm paying 15. Even 40, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll make it my pick. You know, if you can get them for less than $40, it's still a good, a good buy, and here's why, right? So I want to get PSA 10s. And I did. I got one PSA 10. So keep in mind now, do six times 23, and you do quick math on that. Look at you. I wish they could see you. And he's, he's like doing air, Are you pretty- know? Uh, what do you get? one thirty eight?: ooh you could do some math. One hundred and thirty so I'm into all six I used to love in like fifth grade, you know those times tests like mm-hmm. problems like the multiples That is oh my God
1: I, I was going off
0: so so hey yeah, look, we got a mathematician here guys I, I didn't realize this I, it's awesome I, It's great, so I'm into all six of them for one hundred and thirty eight dollars. so I got one ten that tens over four hundred bucks PSA a tens over over four hundred dollars so obviously. Money wise, I'm happy. That's great. We did we did good. You know, obviously, I had to wait several months to get these things back, but you know everything's fine on that. But here's the fun of it, right? The other five were nines. I'm into those nines at twenty three dollars each. Also, the nines sell for a hundred bucks. I wasn't aware. I mean, you look you looked that up, Andrew. The nines some of them sell for more than hundred dollars. You know, um, even if you're blowing them out, you know, and getting you know $85, 90 dollars for the nines. Um, in a lot or, or whatever it is. So I you said to myself- A lot of three for 379 So a lot of three, 379 So there you go. I mean, more than a hundred. So you're talking about 125 $130 per. Um, you- I saw that one. Understanding
1: quickly, So it's, if you're buying raw, you're saying it's not just that it needs the gem.
0: If Correct. It, it hits a nine. So- I'll make Jonathan Allen my play. Just do the math on it, right? If you're buying them for 35 or $40 each and you buy 10 of them. Right. So you're into it for 350 bucks plus the grading, put it in as a bulk. You don't have to get it. Even if you wanted to, you know, even if you wanted to rush it through like a, a submission service, whatever it is, that's fine. Um, you know, 10 bucks, 10 bucks per, 15 bucks for whatever you find. Um, you know, you're going to be into the cards under $50 each. And if one of those 10 gems, you have all of your money back. All the rest at nines, you're doubling your money. You know, so, so obviously, Look, do a better job than I did. Don't have six as throw-ins. But even if you do as well as I do, you're making a killing on this. Because even the nines on, on some of these cards are worth twice as much as what you're paying raw. Um, so that's kind of like the light bulb that went on in my brain this morning, Andrew, because I was pissed. I was like, wow, one out of six. That's a, I've never gotten that, and I've subbed thousands of cards. But then I remember this was just, you know, I had them, I, I think I got them in the day that I was packing up the sub And I'm like, ah, let's just throw all these in. Who cares? You know, it's part of a bulk sub. Literally, I think it was an $8, you know, kind of thing or $9 thing. And um, I said, let's see what happens. And we threw them in, you know.
1: Let me ask you something. What I'm looking for is in our DMs, someone asked a really good question. I was was meaning to ask you about it. I wanted to give him a shout out, but uh, maybe I'll tag him uh, once I find it. So he's planning a sub, right? Mm -hmm. He's asking, you know, as you're subbing to PSA, do you throw in some shitty cards to kind of offset the fact that they don't want to give all gem mints or do you think that that doesn't matter and they're just going to grade that card on subjectivity and let me know if that made sense and i was able to contextualize that the right way basically what he's saying is let's say you have 20 cards that you're subbing do you throw in two three four extras that might be a little bit worse that you know aren't going to gem but that might help the gem rate later and it i've heard this question before
0: uh so for someone like you who's so it's funny because i've definitely heard the question i understand it the thought process being that you know you're smart enough to know that you're submitting 100 cards and all 100 of the ones you want to submit are going to be gem but you know that the gem the greater psa who's sitting there saying i can't give this guy 100 gems sneak one or two in that are, are going to be bad ones and um and all right, well that's gonna help. They'll realize, all right, I could give this one a nine and I'll give all the other ninety-nine uh gem. I've heard that. You know, the flip side to that is I've also heard people say you throw in one that you know is not a ten, you throw in one that's you know gonna be an eight or a nine or a seven or whatever it is. And the grader looks at it and goes, Well, this guy's an idiot. He, he doesn't know what he's looking for. He's sending in junk and then starts grading some of the 10s as nines. So, you know, that's as reasonable a thought process as the other way. So here's my, my answer on it, <clears throat> kind of what I do. Um, it depends on the card because what I see with like the tray sub that I just had there, they're not giving you 10s on all of them anyway. And um, I don't have to sneak one in and waste my money and that I know I'm not getting a 10 on. They're going to find something wrong with something anyway. So I think that's just the way that um, the way that uh, it's working now with certain
1: cards. Um, yeah, I wouldn't focus on it too much either, to be honest. Like, it's not in your control. It's going to be an assumption anyway. Um, plus, like, either way you go about it, like, it's all going to be speculation. I'm not a big fan of speculating. Uh, so to me, just sub the best cards as they are, and then let the chips fall where they may.
0: I agree. And you know, you're never going to know. I mean, unless you're submitting a numbered card that you think is, um, you know, going to not grade well and then it comes back a 10, you know, you sub a bunch of these things. <laughs> the one you sub thinking was a nine, <laughs> maybe that comes back a 10. You, you're never going to know. Because, I mean, look, you do your best on these grading stuff. So you look at the cards, you look them over, you clean the cards, you know, you wipe them down, you make sure you're not subbing with dust or fingerprints or any of that kind of crap. But, um, you know, ultimately, until they get robots in there doing the entire process. It's a subjective process. And, um, you know, the individual person who's grading your cards, their day, their morning, their flat tire, they're running out of milk when they eat their cereal, you know, uh, their uncomfortable chair or whatever they have going on in their life is going to impact what your grades are that day a lot more than you putting in one fake 10. That's really a nine. So there's a lot that goes into it. But anyway, my play, um, you know, because it literally it's coming back to me whenever UPS brings it here. I love that Josh Allen play, and I love cards like that. <clears throat> you know, you should be doing a little research on eBay, and I'll do it for you. This is definitely one of them, where a card raw is selling for a third or less than a third of what the PSA nines go for, because <laughs> that's what's going on here. You can buy raw for less than forty or forty dollars each, and you get a hundred and twenty-five dollars back for a nine, four hundred and change for the ten. It's a no-brainer sub and you don't even need that great of a gem rate to be making money.
1: I love it. Let me ask you, I'll give you my play here. Two teams have been really impressive in the bubble. Who sticks out? Suns. Who did the Suns enter into their starting lineup just the other day? Cam Johnson. Do you know about Cam Johnson? Some say he might be the best shooter in the draft.
0: Uh, didn't play a lot all year. He's very young. Um, so all I know about Cam Johnson is that I got a bunch of his cards when I was opening Prism and Optic and stuff early on and was very mad and I'm like, oh, this isn't the guy I want. His name is not Zion. and I sold them all. Probably way too cheap.
1: <laughs> I think Cam Johnson Prisms are an interesting play. I think he's going to be the, the missing piece to the puzzle that the Suns have needed for a long time. And his Prism Raw base, I think a lot of people didn't sub him. So it's really important if I just take one quick step back after I gave you that play to understand, I got a really great piece of advice, you know, cards that right now are available on eBay raw that were cracked nine months ago, you're, you're, picking up scraps, right? Because the good players have already been subbed. The cards that are probably not going to gem or even get a PSA nine are the ones that you're buying at the same time. Like guys like Cam Johnson, most people weren't subbing him back then because it wasn't worth the financial kind of, risk now i think there's a real opportunity for five dollars to buy his prism base that's what i'm seeing here less than 9.99 i'm sure i'm very confident there was listings for six seven eight dollars but it's just an under ten dollar card right uh and his prism card and maybe look into his silver you know we always recommend prism or silver just depends on kind of your own preference uh but this is someone that i think is going to be a a staple in the suns lineup moving forward. I think the suns I really do believe the suns have turned the corner. They've they have a good starting lineup. They have vets on that team. I really like Dario Saric. I think Booker's unbelievable as an offensive player. Ayton's been playing well. I think Mikhail Bridges, uh, Mr. DJ flipping that guy left and right, seeing angles. Uh he's a great three he's a great defender and a kind of a three and D player, but I think Cam Johnson is worth taking a look at. I'm not saying put all your money into it, but I think it's worth picking up a few of his base prism and including that in your next bulk sub uh, so that when it comes back for next next season, there might be a 75 85 maybe a $100 card uh, <laughs> that you could pick up right now for five. And you mentioned something a little bit earlier, Cage, is um, you have had some throw-ins, right, when, with your last sub. It's always nice to have five, 10, 50 throw-ins that you bought for cheap that might add... 100 bucks on the back end because once you get those back, you need to understand if you're kind of playing the long game here. Let's say you buy these for five, sub them, you're in for 15, 20 bucks. You sell them all for 100 or so on average. That's 1500 bucks back. Now, when you get that sub back, you might be able to buy a really nice card. So, essentially, with this move, you're able to buy a second year
0: LeBron PS uh, BGS. Oh, yeah yeah the math the math really makes sense on it right so i mean just look at mine right the josh allen six of them into 138 dollars i got five nines and a 10 those six cards gonna be a thousand dollars right it's gonna be a thousand bucks back or or close to an 138 dollar investment i love the cam johnson pick because it's the same thing it's a low dollar investment with a potential upside you're you're picking the guy up when most people are throwing him out Um, and it's great because he's in the the starting lineup. So I see some parallels too, because if you're listening to this, and you're thinking to yourself, all right, Andrew, that's not a play. That's not a pick, you know? I mean, you know, a $5 card and you think it's going to be worth 70 bucks down the road just because it's graded. So I will bring, I'll bring this guy up every time if I have to. But I bought, you know, right when Devontae Graham was starting to get playing time when this season started, um, Guys, how many times has he brought up Devontae? Yeah, I, but <laughs> I've never given him as a tip, though, because I I wouldn't want people to invest in him now just because I think, you know, the the marquee's at a top, I think, to tell you the truth. I mean, I think he's going to be great. He's, you know, he's he's a little older, but I wouldn't – he would never be my pick, but I do want to – I got to give that as my example, right, because I I have bought more of this guy's cards than anyone else. I know the market. I know the trends. And and just stay with me here on this one. You know, I may go out and buy some Cam Johnson. Now I'm not going to do what I did with Devontae, but it, it – it is a good story for your pick, and here's why, right? So when he first started, started getting playing time, just like Cam Johnson was, there's a lot of similarities, although I would say Cam Johnson's probably a safer play. You know, Terry Rozier had just come in. So why would you want to invest in Devontae Graham? I mean, that backcourt, they just put all this money into Terry Rozier. They're both going to look for the points. Graham can't score that much. He's not going to play. I mean, there's all these things. Just say, same thing Cam Johnson, right? Devin Booker's there. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Eaton's there. I mean, is there enough space for somebody like him to actually score or be relevant and you name it? So when I saw Graham start to get minutes and start to play and start to hoop, um, I was buying his rookie cards $3, two and change in lots. And I was buying, you know, hundreds of them at a time. And send them in and grading them eight bucks, nine bucks. Um, so I'm into those for eleven dollars, twelve dollars, and they sell for over a hundred bucks now. PSA 10. So to tell me that Cam Johnson can't have the same type of thing, you're buying it for five dollars and, and hope that it's a 75 dollars card, it 100% can happen. And here's the Cam wouldn't be a surprise. I mean, you're picking him. Do you know what draft spot he was? 13th, 13th 11, 11th pick. I mean, that's a, he's a lottery pick. Yeah. So it's not something that oh, this guy's playing now and you know, he's. He's a uh, to UNC too. I mean, he's a, legit, he's a legit NBA prospect. He's a legit player. And that's a team that uh, I guess can only go up. So I like the play. I like the math behind it. I think it's, uh, I think it's smart.
1: I think he's going to be good. And I think like, a rising tide lifts all ships. Or, like, I think Booker playing well, the Suns winning, Cam Johnson putting up 15, 16 a game. We're not saying he's going to be the price of Booker, but if you bought this guy for $5 raw, you don't need him to be the price of Booker to, to make a huge return. How about that Michael Porter Jr., guys? A few days ago, Cage was like, sell me on him. Convince me. Well, three days ago, his silver, as we were recording it, was at 750 to 800 Now it's at 1600 $1,700. Not all like, And this is where we want you guys to hopefully pick up on the nuance and the intricacies of it, Mark. Not everything's buy and hold forever. Not everything's buy and hold And flip, you have to also find your place within the market and understand when to buy, when to sell. Because whether you believe in Michael Porter Jr. long-term or short term, players like that that were on the radar had a few huge games or an opportunity to double your money in just three, four, five days, that might not come around in the future. The market right now is clearly booming. When the market's a little bit more stable, you're not gonna have that. But right now, when in this unprecedented time in a lot of ways you see a lot of overreaction with players who have huge games and like michael porter jr just over the series of seven days his silver has probably gone from 700 where it was probably sitting on ebay By it now everything's being gobbled up gobbled up so if you're able to spot that trend as i said on that episode and if you haven't listened to it please go back and listen if you're able to spot that trend catch the wave
0: and before we say uh, goodbye on this episode listen interact with us right i mean if you check out our twitter feeds or our or our our insta feeds you know somebody says hello somebody says i'm looking for this i'm likely to just give it away for free thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the lucas tigers and bronze oh my podcast um do us a favor and like subscribe now you know what don't just like and subscribe everybody does that If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.